and welcome back to and also with Kathy and Christine. Hi. So we're reading Twilight and chapter 12 of Twilight. The last time that we saw Edward and Bella, um, Billy and Jacob had just shown up to Bella's house and um, Billy was like rolled up, I think is the right term. Huh? They rolled up on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They rolled up on them. Um, Which, oh, by the way. Okay, so that reminds me. So Edward didn't hear them coming. Remember? Right. That's kind of like the first clue that the, the vampire's powers don't work on the wolves. That's true. Right? Because yeah. he was like, oh, you have to go inside because Charlie's there around the corner. But then they just pulled up on them and they had no idea. So, yeah, so that's kind of like the first the first yeah. thing yeah. that shows that they doesn't work on them, which is kind of cool. Um, so, anyway, Billy was like, why is this man here? Um, and Bella noticed, like, okay, so Billy knows who he is. Billy noticed. And then Charlie shows up right behind, right after Edward leaves, and he's like, oh, Billy, what's up? Uh, so Jacob drove, right? So he goes, I'm going to pretend I didn't see you behind the wheel, Jake. And I'm like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> Police officers, friends, and family getting to do whatever they want. Okay, we're literally the same person because I said, LOL, friends of, cop- friends of cops get special treatment, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> okay, the only sheriff in town, I guess he does meet the rules. Um, <laughs> he owns the police department. He owns the police department. Uh, it's the Charles Swan Police Department. He is the police department. The CSPD. I am CEO of the police. <laughs> okay, right. So, Charlie's like, this is a surprise, which I'm sorry, but it does not get more brown than Billy and Jacob just popping up on Charlie <laughs> unannounced and being like, what's up? You finna host us. Um, wait, wait, no, it does get more brown. We'll see later, further down why, yes. just how it gets more yeah. brown. So then he's like, oh, this is a surprise. And he's like, yeah, it's been too long. And then he's like, I hope you can stay for the game. And then Jacob, the little rat, <laughs> goes, um, I think that's the plan. Our TV broke last week. Which is hot garbage. How do you throw your dad under the bus like that? Um, and then, of course, Billy hits him with, and, of course, Jacob was anxious to see Bella again. And I was just like, it's what you get. You thought you were being cute, and Billy said no. So, there's that. Um, but I also really like that part, because that was kind of, like, a lot of, like, parent banter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, which Charlie and Bella don't have. Because they don't have personalities. I think the thing <laughs> is, that what I also liked about this is that for Billy to roll up to Charlie's house without a call without any kind of indication, like, hey, I'm coming by. I think, I mean, it was impertinent, right? (laughs) But I also think that it was, like, it's clear that these two are family. It's, like, that was, like, some, like, you know, it's all all love kind of thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Where he was just, like, I don't really have to call ahead. And, like, like I said, depending on the type of person you are, that's very, like, unwelcome. (laughs) Right. Out of pocket. For someone to just pop up. Like but, me, me. Just, just say us. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You come to our house unannounced. <laughs> You're saying I outside. hope you have other plans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so, but I, but I, I think it just kind of showed, like, you yeah, know. The, 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 the friendship. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They go inside, and so Bella's like, I'm going to make, you know, like, are you guys hungry? She's like, I'm going to go make dad dinner. And she puts grilled cheese in a pan. Yeah. To start cooking dinner. I had the same note. Is this a traditional white meal? I was like, this is for dinner for a grown man? Right. And, and she cut, like, cut us some tomatoes. And I'm like, I, this man, this this man just got off of a, a this man just worked. He has worked this day. Yes. At, at, the, <laughs> at the police department, which he owns. This is not a CEO meal. Okay. This is not. 
Um, I mean, on the one hand, <laughs> on the one hand, like, you know, generals are the worst and like, screw generals. But on the other hand, if you are going to cook, like, be the man. <laughs> like, yeah, like, if you're going to make, if you're going to cook, right. cook. Like, she's like, grilled, that- grilled cheese. I just, just, just as a, just as a, as a meal, as, as a dinner. Yeah, I also feel, yeah, 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 as like a dinner. Like, I, it just kind of like, girl, that's definitely a lunch for a three-year-old. Mm-hmm. This is a grown man with a grown man job coming home. Who did grown man things to, today. To his grown man <laughs> home and is not to eat no three-year-old dinner baby, lunch. Baby meal, lunch, dinner thing. She gave him, she gave he him could the, also cook for himself. He could. But she offered. But she offered. Right, right. He didn't go. She said, are you hungry? And he said, yeah. So she was and like, you won't stay him. hungry. Because <laughs> I'll make some grilled cheese. What's up? You can't catch me eating a grilled cheese after a long day of work is all I'm saying. You can't. Uh, so she's talking to, uh, to Edward Niver. She's talking to Jacob in the kitchen. So he he's talking about like, you know, uh, how has she been? And she's like, you know, she's remembering the, the things that she told him. She realized that he was kind of like doting her a little bit. She's like, oh. I may have been too convincing on the beach. And so then he's like, is there something wrong with your car because you weren't driving it? And she's like, oh, no, I was getting a ride with my friend. And she was, like, hoping that he would forget about it, but he didn't. He was like, so who was a friend? And she's like, I sighed in defeat. Edward Cullen. And then he started to laugh, and he's like, well, that explains why my dad was being so weird. Um, he was like, oh, he's such a superstitious old man. And then um, she's like, you don't think he'd say anything to Charlie? I couldn't help asking the words coming out in a low rush. And then he just looks at her and I'm like, I, I wonder what would have, what was going through his mind at that moment? Because she was like, she was acting super sus. Like, yeah, yeah. like, well, he's not going to tell Charlie, is he? Like, what did he kind of, I mean, he doesn't give any indication that he thought it was weird. He just, he just looked at her like, okay. But like nothing past that. And he was like, no, I don't think that he will because he and Charlie, like, I think Charlie really like chewed him out last time. And he hasn't really been around. They haven't seen each other for too long. Tonight is kind of like a reunion. And I, I wrote down like, haven't they been there for two years? Like, how do you, how do you not talk to your your friend for like two years and like now no, it's but a reunion? I don't think that that's what happened. I read that as they had this argument after them being there for two years. Oh. I read it as like they re- they've recently had a recent fallout. Oh no, I didn't read it that way. I read it like they had they had had a fallout. When he found out that they weren't going to the to the hospital, which would have happened immediately after they, they arrived. Yeah, but I feel like him chewing him out the last time. I feel like that that could be like we could have a disagreement, an ongoing disagreement on the topic. But like, if the last time I brought it up, you chewed me out, then that's that's the kind of like the camel that broke the, the that yeah sure okay. the camel that broke the straws back. You know what I'm saying? I do. I, but what I find strange about that is that like, why did the argument that kind of broke the whole thing? Or break the whole thing. Why did that argument happen after two or three years or whatever, however long the clones have been there? Right. Why didn't it happen earlier? Or or what is it that brought it on now? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because it doesn't strike me that they haven't spoken in two years. Yeah, because if he just, this like... This would not be a normal interaction. That's true. Hadn't. That's true. It just struck me as, like, they had an, a, a, a recent argument, but that still doesn't make sense. It's like, why would they have that argument now if it was, if not just Stephanie Meyer kind of, like, laying the groundwork? Right. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she says, I stayed in the front room after I carried the food out to Charlie, pretending to watch the game while Jacob chattered at me. And this, the whole vibe is really different. Now Jacob is chattering at her, but when she wanted information, when she wanted intel on the Cullens, 
it was all, you know, you're the most interesting storyteller in the world, or, you know, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't take offense on Jacob's behalf at that. I felt like he probably, I mean, he's an enthusiastic 15-year-old kid. He probably was chattering at her. Like, because his whole, his whole vibe, Jacob comes onto the page, and the difference between him and Edward is palpable, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I could hear him being like, and then we did this, blah, 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 you know, like, just kind of like, just you know, word vomit at her. Um, and she's just, like, nodding along. And he doesn't even pick up on this being a strange thing, right? Because he's right. like, this is just how she is. Right. Um, so I didn't, I didn't think that she meant it as, like, oh, here he goes, talking my ear off. I think she meant... I think when she said chattering, she meant chattering. No, which, which I get. And I don't think that she was kind of like, oh, here we go. But I just... The, the, way that, the way that Stephanie describes it as chattered at me, it was almost like an eye roll to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I may, be, I may be reading too much. I don't think it's reading too much into it. I think it's like you automatic. You do not trust the way that Stephanie talks about Jacob. Jacob. Yeah. Okay. So you're preemptively getting offended. I don't think he. I don't think she said anything there that is offensive. Okay. Um. So then after the game finishes, she's like she stood there the entire time because she was wanting to see, uh, wanted to make sure that that um Billy didn't bring up the fact that he saw Edward with Bella to Charlie at all. So she stayed there the entire time. Um. And then they leave, and he's like, yeah, come by next week for the next game. And they're like, okay, we'll do that. And so as he's leaving, his eyes shifted to mine, and his smile disappeared. You take care, Bella. He added seriously. And she's like, yeah, yeah, okay, uh-huh, sure, uh-huh. thanks, uh-huh. But she's not going to, as we know. I find it interesting because he wasn't being, he wasn't being, like, you know, condescending, and he wasn't being like, you know, I know better. He was, like, honestly, just plain out, take care of yourself. Yeah, yeah. And he's not telling her you don't know what you're getting into, and because and, and, of course he's not gonna say that in front of Charlie, but I don't think I don't even think that was the vibe of what he said. He was just literally like, "Take care, take care." Yep. So Charlie's like, "So you're going to Seattle tomorrow, right?" And she's like, "Oh, not tomorrow. The following day is Friday." Um, he's like, "You're still going to Seattle this weekend?" And she was like, "Yeah." And so she tried to think of something that to to like tell him to give him some information about her life. So she's like, they, my, my badminton team won the tournament. And he was like, oh, I didn't know you could play. She's like, I can't. Um, Mike Newton was my partner, and he played. He was like, oh, Mike Newton, eh? And I was like, why is why is Charlie being, like, matchmaker with Mike, with Mike yeah, Newton? Yeah, it's the weirdest it's thing. It's the second time that he's referred to well, him. Well, he kind probably of wants, like, discounts on, like, fishing rods or something from Mike's parents' store. <laughs> I, I, there's, there's This a- entire town strikes me as... <laughs> As the chief could show up somewhere and be like, chief is on me. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he's like, oh, Mike Newton, nice family. I was just like, why does he care so much? He, really? Why does he care? Not just why does he care so much about Mike Newton, why does he care so much about her going to the stupid dance? Because then he goes, why didn't you ask him to go to the dance this weekend? Like, bro, she's mind like, your business. Right. She's like, Dad, this is just another man reporting live from women's business. It's not your <laughs> problem. He's like, he's kind of dating my friend Jessica. Besides, you know I can't dance. He's like, oh, yeah. So he goes, so I guess it's good you'll be gone Saturday. And he goes, I've made plans to go fishing with the guys from the station. Now, he doesn't say some of the guys from the station. He says the guys from the station. Because there's literally two deputies. The entire police force (laughs) of Forks will be fishing on Saturday. This is a PSA for all criminals in Forks. (laughs) Edward is like, say less. (laughs) The purge happens. Every time the police department goes to, to fish. <laughs> that's why Edward that's why Edward and, and, and his family are so eco friendly or eco conscious of like the 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 uh, uh life 
what am I saying? <laughs> you know, animal, animals yeah, yeah, in, the, yeah. in, the, in the neighborhood? Because they're like, the neighborhood? As if it's a cul-de-sac. The animal... Oh my god, what is going on? I'm almost saying, I almost said the animal viewership. I don't understand what's happening to me. Okay, they're so, they're so mindful of the ecosystem because they know if they throw it off too much, the fish will go away and then Charlie and all two of his deputies will have nothing better to do on a Saturday than go and solve crimes. I finally got that's it out. It wasn't actually, even worth. It wasn't even worth. It's not even worth the paper was printed on. <laughs> that's his job. It, it was. I liked it. Um, <laughs> that's actually how um, the mystery. Is Kobe doing the gang? <laughs> the mystery fun machine. Not that's how it. Oh, <laughs> the, 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 the van. Yes. What was the name? Van deep in the school. What? Uh, oh gosh. The mystery machine. Van, that's how. I'll Google it. That is how Scooby and the gang got started. Yeah. yeah they yeah. got in the game. In the the what now? In the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the crime okay. game, the crime solving game, Christine. Crime game and something else. <laughs> <laughs> she goes. He was like. He was like. Should, should I stay home with you? She's like, No, I don't mind being alone. I'm too much like you. And he's like, Is that is that what your mother said? Is that why she said she left me? Because yeah. I like being alone. <laughs> um, I did it for him. He likes it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then. So she wakes up the next morning and she's like, oh, I felt way better in the morning. The tense evening. By the way, it's the mystery machine. Mystery machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the tense evening with, with Billy and Jacob seemed harmless enough. Now, I decided to forget it completely. She said, oh, that ominous feeling I had all throughout last night. Eh, whatever. It's whatever. I decided to forget it completely. Couldn't be me. Could never be me. What? And then, so she's like, I, was, I call myself whistling. While getting dressed, and I'm just like, I hate that. I hate whistling, um, so I hate this whole thing. So Charlie goes, you're triple this morning, and she goes, I shrugged, it's Friday. Which is a mood. I actually wrote here, Christine. For real. Because you had such a rough day I yesterday. had a very hard week. This was a very hard week. Um, it was just, every day was worse than the last. And yesterday, I was just like, you know what? I'm so glad that today's Friday. And then Monday I have off, and I shouldn't have off because Christopher Columbus was a genocidal, um, rapist, colonizer. Yeah, all those things. Um, and we shouldn't be celebrating him. Um, Which is why we celebrate Indigenous People's Day. Right, we celebrate Indigenous People's Day. Uh, and so that's why I'm off on Monday, personally. Um, and I'm so glad that I, I I am off on Monday because this week was horrendous. So, yeah. Hi, this is the complaining podcast now. Um, <laughs> welcome back to me screaming. <laughs> He's like, it's Friday. She goes, he leaves, Edward picks her up, and she gets in the car immediately. And she goes, um, he like grinned at her, and she her heart stops, as always. And then um, she goes, there was nothing about him that could be improved upon. And I just have to say, I reject that out of hand. Right. Nothing about him, Bella? Nothing about this man could be improved upon. Um, Because I'm pretty sure that things might be a little bit better if he had a pulse. Mm -hmm. Maybe a heartbeat. Mm -hmm. Maybe. 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 Just for some some razzle-dazzle, if he didn't, like, eat people. I don't know. So then they go to school, and he... Uh, like he keeps asking her all these questions. He's asking about her birthday. Okay, all this before stuff. that, but okay, uh-huh. he says she goes. Can I ask what you did? He goes, No, today is still mine. And like, 
Yeah, he could be like, no, today's still about you. No, it's just he's boring. It's just, no, it's not even because it's not even the way he said it. It's just the fact that he's insisting on playing more rounds of twenty questions. Anyway, so he asked her about hobbies. He asked her about romantic partners, and she's like, he's like, you didn't want anyone. She's like, not in Phoenix. And so then, and then he goes, I should let you drive yourself because I'm leaving after lunch. She goes, oh, I blinked bewildered and disappointed. That's okay. It's not that far of a walk. He frowned at me impatiently. I'm not going to make you walk home. We'll go, we'll go get your truck and leave it here for you. And I'm just like, he frowned at her impatiently. Bro, you're her ride to school. <laughs> and then you're going to leave her there. And she's going to be like, oh, I guess it's not important enough to him. I'll just walk home. Like, I get it for her to say that. It's what makes sense. Yeah. And she's like, well, I don't have my key with me. And he's like, I'll get it. <laughs> this whole thing of like him like breaking into her breaking house. Breaking her, break her home. Taking it as a challenge, and she's like, "He's never gonna find the key because it's like, supposedly in a, in a pair of jeans on the on, on the floor of the laundry room." Uh, anyway, so he's she's like, "Where are you going anyway?" He goes, "I'm going hunting. If I'm gonna be alone with you tomorrow, I'm going to take whatever precautions I can, which is smart, but also would not be necessary if you left her alone. Alone. Yep. And so then she goes, "Okay, no, here's the part. She 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 goes." I refuse to be convinced to fear him, no matter how real the danger might be. It doesn't matter. I repeat it in my head. And like, why is she like this? I'm not going to allow myself to be afraid. Even though it might be, it actually might be dangerous for me. I, I'm, I'm just not going to be is the part that might, kills me. Yeah. She's like, it might be dangerous for me. He, he might kill me. He might not. He's the odds are like 50-50. Repeatedly, he wants to kill me. But not like that. He doesn't mean like that. <laughs> And so then, so they're talking, and so uh, he goes, so does Ch- will Charlie be there when I go pick you up? And she goes, no, he's fishing tomorrow. His voice turned sharp, and if you don't come home, what will he think? And I'm like, bro, you need to stop making these threats and just leave her alone. Like, if you're going to keep saying, like, what if you don't come home? What if I don't bring you home? What if I kill you? Blah, blah, blah. Stop making these threats. Just leave her alone. How about that? How about you do that? H- how about... You leave the girl alone instead of instead of putting her safety from you on her. Yeah. You could also just leave her alone. And so then he, he said he's talking about his family. He's like, oh, she's like, they don't like me. He's like, they don't. It's not that. It's that they don't understand why I can't leave you alone. And I'm just like, same here, bro. <laughs> I'm not old you. Same here. I don't know what about her is. is... Before that. Hold on. Mm hmm. I pe- she goes, I peeked quickly behind me and his family. They sat staring off in different directions, exactly the same as the first time I'd seen them. Only now they were four. Their uh, beautiful bronze-haired brother sat across from me, um, his golden eyes troubled. And I just feel like, why do they play this game? Yeah. Like, what is the point of being a vampire if you're just going to live as a boring human? Like, right, I just feel right, like, right, right. why do the y'all do this? And and I guess the same could be true for any story where vampires are, like, living the lives of human beings. Or, you know, like, I just... Well, not all. Because, like, okay, look at Stefan, right? Right. Always. Always. Always look at Stefan Salvatore. Yeah. Stefan, he he kind of journaled, right? And, like, somebody might be like, yo, that's mad boring. First of all, today's mental health day, so I uh, uh, to to Stefan for making sure he journaled, keep things, you know... Keep his head above water. But, so he journaled, and that's where he expelled all that boring. He was living a regular normal life. No, but but here's the thing. is, that, And the reason, and okay, so the difference between someone like Stefan and his crew and the Cullens and Hales 
is that they were living a they were living a life that was not a boring human life. They were living vampire lives right. within a human world. True, true. These five are living regular, regular, schmegular, boring human lives. And it's kind of like, what is the point? Normcore lives. For real, what's the point? And maybe that's the point. They were like, listen, we're tired of like being whatever. We want to be normal or we want to live. And But but I also, but and the reason why, I'm sorry, I, I hate to go on a tangent about this, but like the reason why is that like, they're sitting around in the same exact position as when she first saw them, staring off in different directions. And I'm just like, no time at all could have passed between when she first saw them and now. Mm-hmm. What are y'all doing? What are y'all doing? Right. What is the point of no, this? No, no, it's true. Because what's exactly, what do they gain from living this life like this? What do you gain? Instead of going, seeing the world. and, and you could, Yeah, because there's no thing of like, oh, we, then we have to move. Okay, so then move. Right. Travel the world. Never settle down. And like, okay, that's not everyone's desire. Not everyone wants to do that. But like, but it, it just strikes me as that like, what is the point Y'all have the ability and the capacity to, like, influence people and, 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 and get what you want out of people. And you're in high school? And you're in high school for, like, the 15th time? Like, make it make sense. It doesn't. It will never will. I just feel, and I'm not, listen, I'm not, like, pro-vampires, like, going off, you know, off script and doing their own thing because then people die if vampires are real. That's not, like... I am not pro these <laughs> mythical creatures. <laughs> just getting away with murder. But I also feel like if you're gonna be a vampire, be a better vampire. <laughs> right. Step your vampire game up, bro. For real. Anyway, mad corny vampire family. Below below average. Below vampires. average. Below average family. You vampires. Yeah. Um. So he goes. Um. She goes. Neither do I, for that matter. And he goes. Like I understand why he can't leave her alone. And he goes. I told you, you don't see yourself clearly at all. You're not like anyone I've ever known. You fascinate me. So there's like this whole thing where he's like, you don't see yourself clearly at all. He's like, you're wrong. I'm right. And then he goes, you fascinate me. And he's, but but why does she fascinate him? Why? Because he can't decipher. He can't read her mind. Right. He can't read her mind. He doesn't know her and, thoughts. And he says it because of my ability to have a better than average grasp of human nature. People are predictable, but you, you never do what I expect. You always take me by surprise. Because he can't read her mind. And so she goes, his words made me feel like a science experiment. And she should be that way because those were... But, like, here's the thing, too. In reading this, he's not kind. In rereading Twilight. right. He's not kind. He's not funny. He's not... There's nothing about him that would recommend him as a good partner for anyone, let alone this girl. There's nothing about Edward that makes him an appealing mate. Except for the fact that he's beautiful. And Except rich. for the fact and and rich, right? Correct. <laughs> but she don't even care that much about his money. Like, couldn't be me, sis. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's with this man, and he's like, he's just, and he's like, stop he, talking or tell me. I'm like, pay me, pay me for my pay thoughts. me for my thoughts. Pay me. You know? What oh, I'm you want to know what I'm thinking? Tell his bracelet right now. <laughs> right. Exactly. Uh, and I just feel like it's it's. I mean, scam them, Bella. <laughs> Make his fucking her. <laughs> so no, but like, but I, just, I really feel like we okay. I will die before I take any man's money. To be clear, but in this instance, <laughs> I will bury you with the money I take from him. <laughs> but no, but but uh, the point I'm trying to make is that like that's not that's not the most important. Whatever it doesn't matter. 
the point that I am trying to make though is that like there is nothing about him that's that that makes you kind of go like oh okay okay girl other than the fact that he's beautiful and rich but you know what you can you can you can find another rich man if you try really hard <laughs> I'm just my point is that that in is the age of OnlyFans none of this is necessary exactly well OnlyFans didn't exist back then right and her internet was probably too slow <laughs> her bandwidth would have cut out I was like come back next week for the rest for me taking off the other shoe. Anyway, <laughs> what? Um, <laughs> the point is, he is not, and in any way, uh, like there's no reason for her want, to want to have him as a partner, except for the fact that he's beautiful. That's it. That's it. That's the only thing. Because even his money, she don't care about his money. She's like talking about his beauty. His beauty, his beauty, his beauty. Because every time Bella goes to say something about Edward, what's she saying? His beauty, his oh, his, beautiful, his, glorious, <laughs> exactly. Oh my he looks like an angel. I can't understand. I look like a foot. Like there's so much. <laughs> there's so much. It is all just about his beauty. Like, at no point does she go, Edward. You know, he's so funny. Like I, you know, he he has a like great, what she said about Jacob. Jacob was right. easy to talk to. Exactly. Nothing he's, like she that. She says his enthusiasm is is, is, is contagious. contagious. Like nothing about that. Anyway, um, Jacob is funny. He's personable. I can't believe, again, that it's 2020 and here I am firmly on Team Jacob. This is ridiculous. But it's Stephanie Meyer's own fault. Edward is boring. Yo, Edward got the personality of a wet mop, my man. But not even like a wet mop in like a a Hispanic home because it ain't full of like fabulous. It don't don't even smell good. You know what I'm saying? Right. Just like a boring old wet mop. Just A dry mop. You know what? An unused dry mop. An unused dry mop. A glorious, quite unused mop that's what edward's personality is like i've talked about this (laughs) (laughs) i've talked about this enough right i just feel like he's boring there's no reason for her to want to date him um she should be dating jacob that's it yeah and so then so so she looks over at his family again and rosalie starts with the with the attitude and she glares at her and then she goes edward broke off mid-sentence and made an angry noise under his breath it was almost a hiss Rosalie turned her head, and I was relieved to be free. And I'm just sitting here, like, imagine willingly putting yourself in the middle of that family drama. For real. Imagine being, like, looking at that mess and being, like, y'all growl at each other when you're upset. Uh, no, I'm good. Thank you. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, then there's also, his family's right. He's playing these games that it's not just him that's going to be affected if something goes bad. And and, and uh, we're not even going to how Bella's going to be affected in, in Bella's family. But if we want to look at the cousins and be selfish, just looking at the cousins, it's not just him that's going to be affected if things end badly. And, like, they're right to be concerned and to want to have a say in it. He's like, they're worried about me spending so much time with you publicly if. it's just like, if? He goes, if this ends badly. And so now she still has absolutely no self-preservation because she goes, I realized slowly that his words should frighten me. I waited for that fear to come, but all I could seem to feel was an ache for his pain. Right. And she also says, <laughs> his anguish was plain, I yearn to comfort him. I make a point of this somewhere somewhere else along, you know, in this chapter, but I can just, I can make it now. And So you know how, like, she is, she already has, like, you know, victim of abuse mentality, where everything is about how he could be negatively impacted or affected, and not yeah. any consideration for what could happen to her, what has happened to her, what will happen to her. Um... It's all about, like, that martyr, that his feelings, too. his feelings and how he can be affected. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, this goes back to the way that he's kind of, he's intertwined, he's mixed in the saving her 
with the dominating her. So she can't feel gratitude for one thing without automatically feeling like she has to feel the other thing, which is to be obedient to him. Right. It's it's insidious, and that's how these things happen. Yeah. Um, and she's starting to show that, signs of that. Oh, for sure. And, like, that's that's coming back to, like, how, how Renee raised her. And Renee raised her as very just, like, you know, you have to be giving to other people and be worried about the... How, how you know, whatever you do benefits other people. And so yeah. that, you know, she's carried that with her. Uh, again, yes, he raised, his, he raised his face. It was serious for a moment. And then his mood shifted and he smiled. I, he, and I think that you made a, pain, a point about this last time, that he, he goes through things very quickly because he's a vampire and not like a human. But also there's no context for it. It's just like, it just looks like he's very moody. Yeah. And not like, he hasn't told her anything about, like, you know, we experienced a lot of different feelings all at once. You know what I mean? Like, and even if she were to be like, oh, yeah, he told me about this, I'd be like, that's just you making excuses for him, as always. Mm-hmm. Um, so Alice comes over, and Alice is like, hey. So he introduces her to Alice, and Alice, like, wants to be best friends with her. And so she, he goes, um, she goes, are you ready? He goes, nearly, I'll meet you at the car. She does without another word. Her walk was so fluid. So also, real quick, though, she don't sound cute. I'm so sorry. She, no, she doesn't. I'm sorry. Her short, inky hair in a halo of spiky disarray around her exquisite elfin face. What? No. What? This girl doesn't sound cute. She just has... A, she's just skinny. Right. That's it. She's just skinny. Yeah, yeah. She's just not she's like Her cute. slight frame was willowy, graceful, even in absolute stillness. It, I, willowy. I don't... I she's don't, skinny. That's it. I don't understand. I would not want to know this girl. I'm so sorry. <laughs> sorry to this girl. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so then she goes, her walk was so fluid, so sinuous, that I felt a sharp pang of jealousy. Sinuous... Okay, two things. I crossed out so sinuous entirely. This sentence works without it. Um, her walk was so fluid that I felt a sharp pain of jealousy. I, I, or pain, whatever. It doesn't even need it, but if you want to include something, her walk was so fluid and so effortless. Yeah. It's okay, so he's like, so so she tells him he's going to go hunting, whatever. She goes, have fun tonight, okay. And he goes, safe in forks, what a challenge. No, he's like, stay safe. She goes, safe in forks, what a challenge. And he goes, for you, it is a challenge. His jaw hardened promise she goes i promise to try to be safe i'll do the laundry tonight that ought to be fraught with peril and he goes don't fall in i'll do, I'll do my best which i thought was kind of cute banter because she had told charlie she had told him that she'll tell charlie that she fell into the dryer and yeah it was a little bit cute it was just a callback it was a callback she goes i was sorely tempted to ditch the rest of the day at the very least gym but a warning instinct stopped me I knew that if I disappeared now, Mike and others would assume I was with Edward. And Edward was worried about the time we'd spent together publicly. If things went wrong, I refused to dwell on the last thought, concentrating instead on making things safer for him. So she's like, if things go wrong, I want to make sure he had an alibi. She's, she's, she's creating an alibi. his alibi. Right. And that's where I wrote down the victim of abuse mentality. She doesn't want to do this. She doesn't want to go to gym class. But she's like, I can't think about how it's going to affect me. I need to think about how it will affect him. If I if I go and something happens, I need to give him a cover. And then she goes, because there was nothing more terrifying to me, more excruciating than the thought of turning away from him. It was an impossibility. And Lord, let me never be this wrong for anybody. Anybody. Let me never love a man like this. To be ta- talking this reckless. Like, an impossibility to be away from him? No. Baby, no. Get it together. Get no. it together. Gather yourself, Bella. I... Listen, I cannot imagine wanting to be around someone this badly. No. 
I cannot imagine. You know the only person I want to be around this badly? Myself. Me. I am the only person whose company I enjoy it to the extent that I'm like, couldn't stay away. Couldn't be me. You know what I'm saying? I just can't imagine. I know, but I'm just saying. I just can't imagine. But I'm saying if I was someone else, that I would, I would be the only person. Right. Okay. You, you feel me? Mm-hmm. I just cannot imagine saying this about so and about a man. Honey. No. Honey. And about, and about a man as boring as this man. Yo, he is so boring. Cause I straight up, I could see you saying something, something wild about Harry Styles. Not something this wild. And I'd be like, I, it's impossible for me to turn away from you, but like, it would be very, very hard. Excruciating, yeah. Not impossible, though. <laughs> <laughs> but but yes, it would be difficult. Yeah, I could. Actually, I wrote something about Harry Styles at some point on this chapter. <laughs> not, yeah. that you, not that you might read that. <laughs> uh, it, I'm just surprised it took you this long. <laughs> um, so are you, and then he goes, so, so she, saw, she sees Mike in the gym, Mike starts talking to her. Yo. And he goes. Sorry. And he goes. Are you going to dance with Cullen? He asked sulkily. Sulky. Sulky. Suddenly Suddenly sulky. Jeez, Catherine, read. Suddenly sulky. No, I'm not going to dance at all. What are you doing then? I'm sorry. Can we, can we, can we? Oh, no, first she told him that she canceled the trip. He was like, oh, so you're going with Cullen? And he just goes, no, I'm not going at all. So what are you doing then? Bro, two things. So you going with Cullen? Like, why don't you worry about your paint-by-numbers relationship? (laughs) I don't understand what you worrying about me and whatever (laughs) I'm doing over here. I don't, like, we are not the same. Don't ever talk. Bro, okay, that's one. Worry about you, worry about your girl. Worry about y'all impending kiss. What are you doing then? Minding my business, Mike. I will be minding my business, Michael. Would you like to do the same with your business? The fact that, and then she was my natural urge was to tell him to butt out. Instead, I lied brightly. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. The thought, the very thought thought that this kid thinks he can ask her questions about her whereabouts about her future plans about anything that does not involve him or is of any import to him in the very least the fact that he's walking around with this understanding that he can do that and she didn't shut him down right straight away makes me sick i want to throw up Mm -hmm. because if somebody asked me are you going, listen, you asking me, you, that's too many, that's too many questions. That's too many questions. Am I under arrest? <laughs> Am I being detained? Have I committed a crime? No one has Mirandarized me yet. Call my lawyer because you are asking way too many questions for somebody who's not interrogating me. You feel me? Like, you, <clears throat> yeah. Starting with, are you going to dance with Cullen? That, the answer to that would have been, no, I'm not. Okay, that's fair. I'm not going to the dance with Cullen. So what are you doing then? That's we off to a bad start. My man, are you my parole officer? Is it that you are my parole officer? Because if you're not my parole officer, I'm gonna have to ask you. I don't understand why you asking me about what my plans for the weekend are. Then make the silence so that we don't tell. We tell. We don't tell them where we finna be. Like that's we what she don't. said. We don't. We don't. Then she goes laundry and then I have to study for the trick test or I'm going to fail. And this man hits her with, is Cullen helping you study? I, 
Listen, I would have flipped the table. And I mean that with all sincerity. There is no hyperbole here. I would have flipped a table. Take this man and throw him away. And when I say throw him away, I do not mean in the garbage can. I mean in the food disposal. Throw him away and shred his tiny little man body. Are you... <laughs> if you think... No. Someone has... Someone has misinformed you if you think you're going to be asking me questions. No. And then, is he going to help you? Where he's going to... That's culinary study. And she's... No, but she's not even worried about that. She's, she's really not... She goes, Edward, I emphasize, is not going to help me study. He's gone away somewhere for the weekend. You know what? Because she's not even... She don't, she don't even have the time to be upset about Mike... About Mike being Mike. Because she's like, I got to keep making my alibi for boo. Listen, let me tell you something. <laughs> you know that episode of Criminal Minds? Yes. Where <laughs> where um the girl gets kidnapped and her dad was like in the in the witness protection program. Yes. And then at the end of the episode, spoiler alert, she goes to the dad. No, seriously, skip if you don't. She goes to the dad, kill him. Uh-huh. Kill him. Just like this once. Like like I would say like Edward Mike is annoying me. Mark is Mike Mark Mike is making my life a little bit difficult. Can you I Some dude named Mark and Snatch up? <laughs> Listen, I'm not telling you to kill him because I got Bella, you spoke in cursive. I killed Mark. (laughs) But I told you not to kill him. I said to just scare him a little. Shake him up a little bit. Like, what you mean you killed him? Ever see this way? I can't tell you nothing. But now that you already killed Mark, like, rip to the homie. But go take care of Mike. Set him straight. Don't kill him. Don't kill him, bro. Because my dad is like, he loves the Mike Newtons. I don't know. He loves his family. He loves the big Newtons. (laughs) He loves the family. I'm like... He'll be upset, and then he'll start asking questions. And I, and I've had enough questions, <laughs> Edward. And that's what happened to Mike, okay? He was asking too many questions. <laughs> so, and I don't want you to kill my dad. It's just set precedence, okay? Let's not set precedence. I don't want to set precedence. Okay. Yeah, I swear I would turn to Mike and be like, are you wearing a wire? Are, are you, you wearing, wearing a wire? wire? Who's, who do you work for? Who do you work for, and why are you wearing a wire? <laughs> I swear you want me to walk into a trap. What's the trap? What's the trap? What's the trap? What is it that you want me to tell you? Yes, I saw Goody Proctor with the devil and... I'm sorry. And you didn't tell anybody? (laughs) (laughs) You're supposed to tell when you see that. Sorry, I just... This this whole thing... Mike is a waste man. I took us on a wild tangent here. But this whole thing aggravates me to no end. The The fact that he thinks he has some right to her, some claim to her, to know what she's doing how she's doing it and where all these men are trash and the fact that stephanie meyer has these guys walking around as if they're good guys and like the only thing bad about mike is that he thinks he's competition for edward that's what makes mike a bad guy not the fact that he is utterly intrusive and thinks that he has more of an uh of, of a role in this girl's life than he actually does that's the part that makes him a bad guy not the fact that he's always talking in in a, in a negative or denigrating way about edward that's just but that's not the thing it. like it's not it's not even like that he thinks that he's more important in her life than he is is that he acts like he is right and she got him like front and center mike being a waste man meanwhile eric king of the side characters where is he be where's eric comfortably in his own lane <laughs> eric is on speed cruise in his, his own, own lane, lane. Getting to know Angela, you feel me? Getting to know the queen of the side characters. Together they are going to rise and make a side character empire. Gonna have little side character babies. 
And I'm here and for it. And it's the only monarchy I will support. You know what I'm saying? I'm here for it. I want to pay, uh, I'll put a little asterisk up to now. I don't remember if Eric, if Eric does anything problematic <laughs> after this. So up, up to chapter 12, Eric and Angela, king and queen of the side characters with their uh, side character empire, just blooming. Regent, king, and queen. Thank you. Uh, back to this, though. So she continues to make an alibi for <laughs> Edward. She continues to make an alibi for Edward because following that same instinct that promised, that prompted me to lie to Mike, I called Jessica on the pretense of wishing her luck at, her, at the dance. When she offered the same wish for my day with Edward, I told her about the cancellation. She was more disappointed than really necessary for a third-party observer to be. I said goodbye quickly after that. She um She's invested. Okay, Bella, calm down. <laughs> she's shipping it. She's invested. She also, could be disappointed. Like she's your friend, and she's, she wanted you to, like... Bella's corny. And, but, but then on top of that, if things fall through with Mike, with Edward and Bella... I think Jessica knows that Mike is still, you know, with one eye on Bella. And so she's kind of looking at it like, okay, girl, can you please just make things work with Edward? Because I think... Lock this down. Things Lock are going this well down. with me and Mike. You know what I'm saying? We about to kiss and everything. Can you Can you? This please? is your weekly reminder that Jessica Stanley doesn't love herself. Yeah. And she should. Because, you know, she's the, she's the only... She deserves way better than Mike. Yeah. She deserves way better than Mike. Sorry. I, I, w- I went on a serious tangent. Yeah. Sorry. Um, <laughs> you were like you said yeah you're like I should I should I no, should no, no. Uh, no 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 the tangents make it the tangents make it is take out the flavor you mean take out the flavor no couldn't, no couldn't do that and so then she goes okay no <laughs> she goes Charlie was absent minded at dinner worried over something at work I guess or maybe a basketball game or maybe he was just really enjoying the lasagna it was it was hard to tell with Charlie and I'm just like she makes him sound so shallow deep as a puddle. She's like, oh, he's stressed about work, or a basketball game, or the lasagna. <laughs> One of those three. It's kind of hard. To, the lasagna. It's kind of hard to tell with with, uh, with Charlie. Um, it. I. I don't like it. I'm just like, ew. And so then he's like, hey, you're kind of you're really easy to live with. And she's like, so are you. <laughs> Whatever. She goes after dinner. I fold the clothes. No, goes, but hold up. He goes, what are you gonna do? Because she was like, I canceled it. I'm not gonna go to Seattle tomorrow and he goes oh so do you want me to stay home from fishing and she's like what no way um you do that I have a ton of stuff to do I'm gonna do homework I'm gonna do laundry I need to go to the library so she tells this man I'm gonna go do laundry okay and the chief of police okay (laughs) (laughs) the chief Yep, the, yep. the leader of the investigative body in this town the only investigative body in this town Accepts from her that she says, I'm going to go do laundry. And then after dinner, is does not realize that she went and folded clothes and put more laundry in the dryer. What do you mean, sir? How do you not realize that the story that she fed you about what she's doing tomorrow, it don't, it's not holding water. Because she is currently doing that today. It's two of y'all. Y'all don't got that much laundry, babe. Yeah, I don't got that much laundry. How are you doing laundry today and you're doing laundry tomorrow? Are you just, double washing? Are you are you just not are you not comfortable with the fact that like we have our clothes as clean? Like I like what's going on? He's distracted by the basketball game. He's like, yo, ten seconds on the buzzer. I don't know how I don't know how basketball works. Like, oh man. <laughs> Charlie's a uh, uh, this is a, a subplot. Charlie's in a gambling, <laughs> gambling debt. <laughs> Can't believe they lost again. 
All right, so she goes and she starts folding clothes. She goes, I fluctuated between anticipation so intense that it was very nearly pain and an insidious fear that picked at me, picked up my resolve. I had to keep reminding myself that I had made my choice. I wasn't going back on it. And I'm just like, why do you think that is? Why won't she just change her mind? Because the thing is, she, she wants to be around him, but she keeps saying, I already made up my mind. I'm not going to change my mind. Because but it's not, but I believe, sorry, but I believe her motivation is she wants to be with him. Mm-hmm. But she keeps saying this thing to herself, this narrative of, I already made a choice, I'm not going to go back on it. Why do you think that is? Because of trauma. Mm. Because her mother was such a flake mm-hmm. that she never had any, any form of stability in her life. So she was like, I need to make sure that I am not doing that in my own life. And it's, it's leading her. Two very bad decisions. Also, she's disgusting. <laughs> As a side note to that, she's disgusting. Actually, you know what? I wrote down disgusting on the side of that before I had the thought that this is a trauma response. So I take it back. She's not disgusting, but she is extremely irritating. Yes. And so then she goes, and what was my and what was my other choice? To cut him out of my life? Intolerable. <laughs> Bella was like, what am I supposed to do? Break up with him? Electric chair. <laughs> for herself to even have the thought. Um, and she's like, it seemed now like my life was about him. Oh, that's what I wrote disgusting about. Not about like her response, but like the fact that her life is now about him. It's disgusting. That is true, yes. Now, excuse me. Looky, looky here. Look at what's happening in the chief's house. I knew I was far too stressed to sleep, so I did something <laughs> I'd never done before. I deliberately took unnecessary cold medicine. The kind that knocked me out for a good eight hours. I normally wouldn't condone that type of behavior in myself. But tomorrow would be complicated enough without me being loopy from sleep deprivation on top of everything else. Bella really took some some cough suppressant to fall asleep. So she's like, I can't go to sleep, I need some music, I need some tunes. Oh, um, but she's so special though. Oh, she doesn't she's listen special. to top 40. Yeah. Top 40 sad top or, or, or calm? No, no, honey, no. no. She listens to obscure um, death metal lullabies and or Chopin's Nocturnes. That. Um, yeah, so she's like, I need to get to sleep. Um, the M is about to hit. Uh, and let me get this Chopin on. Did you say that what is about to hit? The ambient. <laughs> but it's not ambient because that's what ambient is for, right? Yeah. So... So she goes, I woke early, having slept soundly and dreamlessly thanks to my gratuitous drug use. Can we... Who says... Imagine... Okay. So imagine... All right. So imagine you, like, you get high with a friend, right? This is just just for imagine. You get high with a friend. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, you know, I, I slept a lot thanks to my gratuitous drug use. That's the last time you're smoking with your butt. Because you're like, you're a cop. You're a cop. <laughs> you're a cop. <laughs> She acts like she snorted a whole bag of cocaine. Baby girl, you took a pill. I don't know. Who are you putting on for? It's just me and you here. It's just us. It's just us, girl. It's just us, girl. And I've seen you doing some... Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, why are you This is the this? least questionable thing that Bella has done this entire chapter. For real. She has created an alibi for a man who might kill her. And her drug use... Is where she wants to get hung up on. Yeah. She's like, my gratuitous drug use. I'm so bad. Um, so she starts getting dressed. So she's like, okay, this is her outfit. She says she smooths out a collar against her neck, so she has a collar, and fidgeting with a tan sweater that still hung right over my jeans. Okay. She, don't she sound like she's about to appear in court yes. for a DUI where she killed a little boy? Wow. She does. Right? She does. That sounds like a court appearance. And she's yeah. about to go cry? 
And she's doing her hair. Yeah, she's definitely ready for court. <laughs> she's definitely ready for court. Anyway, so she, Edward comes knocks on the door. She opens the door. She felt a sigh of relief. And all the fears that she had, all the things that were messing with her head before, they're gone. Great. Wonderful. And he smiles at her and she goes, what's wrong? This man going to laugh and go, we match. Don't you know <laughs> that she looks down and he got a tan sweater on with a white collar showing underneath and blue jeans. Yeah. Disgusting. He's dressed... He's dressed like a 45-year-old accountant named Steve who's definitely cheating on his high school sweetheart wife with a high school senior (laughs) who's about to go to court because she killed a little boy while driving under the influence of Ambien. This is a disgusting story. (laughs) (laughs) And so then they go to drive and then he he goes, take the 101 North he ordered. And I'm just like, why ordered? Why ordered? Why not just he said or he instructed? Because, like, he is giving instructions. He is. But ordered. He ordered. And so so they're, they're driving. What's at the end of this? He goes, a trail. She goes, we're hiking. And he goes, we're hiking. We're hiking. Relatable, honestly. He goes, is that a problem? And he, she goes, no. And he goes, don't worry. It's only five miles or so. And we're in no hurry. First of all, five miles is no worry. Second of all, maybe you're not in a hurry. Some of us are alive. <laughs> Time matters to us. Time is a social construct and all, but it's passing. It's tick, tick, ticking by. Oh, I just depressed myself. Okay. Oh, um, let's, let's come back. Let's come back. Let's circle back. Uh, um, um, um. <laughs> so he goes, what are you thinking? He asked impatiently after a few moments. This for, man, somebody, for somebody pointing in a rush. Right, right, he's always impatient. And so then he he's like, just wondering where we're going. He's like, it's a place I like to go when the weather's nice. And she goes, yeah, Charlie said it'll be warm today. And he was like, did you tell Charlie what you're up to? And she's like, no. And he goes, but Jessica thinks we're going to Seattle together. He seemed cheered by the idea. She goes, no, I told her you canceled on me, which is true. No one knows you're with me angrily now. That depends. I assumed you told Alice. That's very unhelpful. That's very helpful, Bella. He snapped. And then she goes, I pretend I didn't hear that. Then he says, are you so depressed by Forks that it's, that it's made you suicidal? He demanded when I ignored him. What a waste, man, to be like, you're, you didn't tell anybody you come with me. You you made up an alibi for me. Are you suicidal? What you could just leave her alone, you clown. So then she go. She's like, it's just that I know you're. Just that I know you're worried about being being seen with me publicly. And he goes, so you're worried about the trouble it might cause me if you don't come home. His voice was still angry and bitingly sarcastic. And he's like, she's all she's doing is expressing concern for him, and all he can do is berate her for expressing concern for him. When you could not put her in the position in the first place and just leave her alone. Now, okay. I, so she, she, they got out of the car. It's hot. So she wear, she takes off her sweater. She goes, I was glad that I'd worn the light sleeveless shirt, especially if I had five miles of hiking ahead of me. She wore a sleeveless shirt with a, what is a sleeveless shirt with a collar? Now, he, he gets out of the car and so he goes this way. And she goes, the trail? <laughs> We're not going on the trail? Panic was clear in my voice as I hurried around the truck to catch up to him. And he goes, I said there was a trail at the end of the road, not that we were taking it. She goes, no trail? And he goes, I won't let you get lost now. He turned then with a mocking smile and I stifled a gasp. Why, you may ask? I'll tell you. His white shirt was sleeveless. They literally wore the same exact outfit. His white shirt was sleeveless, which if y'all remember also had a collar. And he wore it unbuttoned because he'd also, he'd also taken off the sweater. So that the smooth white skin of his throat flowed uninterrupted over the marble contours of his chest. His perfect musculature no longer merely hinted at behind concealing clothes. 
He was too perfect. I realized with a piercing stab of despair, there was no way this godlike creature could be meant for me. Okay. Okay. Why is man's dressed like uh like an extra in Magic Mike? He's not even he, and he he's, he's dressed he's dressed like an extra. He's not even dressed like a main boy. You know what I'm saying? He is dressed like somebody dancing in the back, gyrating in the background. I ew. I it's horrible. And she's like on top of here's the thing. On top of having no personality, on top of only being attractive and only having money and not having anything else of interest to offer, the man, why does he dress so badly with as much money as he has? Why doesn't he have a stylist? His sister, who's allegedly the, the, the stylish one in the, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the whole bunch, Alice, why, is, why are people letting him walk out the house like this? This this man can't they can't say anything to him. <laughs> this man cannot be told anything. <laughs> they cannot say anything. It's horrendous. And then there's also, of course, the reminder. This is the weekly reminder that Edward is white. Yes. Edward and so is white. So is his chest. So is his chest. And his throat. And his throat. And so his is perfect. his family and his money. All of it is white. Mm-hmm. It's all white. Yep. And so they start walking into the forest, and the, he's like helping her walk around okay they start talking they he still has more questions for her i don't know how much more he's for real no no but can we talk about these questions though can we talk is this man trying to steal her identity right (laughs) all the only types of questions i know he's boring why did i sound like that i sound like that kim kardashian meme this is how he knows he's boring he's asking her these like ridiculous questions these are some se- um your security question type questions. This is a phishing scam. This is- <laughs> Edward is a phishing scam. That's how they got rich. <laughs> That's how they got rich. They they prey upon the, the 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 small town girls and then ask them about their grade school teachers, their mother, the, their, their, the their, names of their childhood their childhood pets. pets, their mother's maiden names. Get and I cannot stress this enough. Out of here. You gotta be kidding me. Mm-hmm. And she's there like, mm, I used to have a fish, but it died. And, and then I got another fish, and then it died. And then and he's like, oh my god, this is the most boring thing I've ever heard. Oh! oh, oh, oh. Which is your favorite fish? Which one like, was you your favorite fish? Like, like, like you had to use one of their names as a security question. Which one? <laughs> That's how we determine which one's the favorite one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's just like, oh my god, that is such an interesting question. Isabella? I've never considered that. If I had to use it as a security question... Which would be my favorite? Hmm. Depends on the day. <laughs> exactly. My favorite pet uh, changes from day to day. And they're like, Edward, what's going on? That's why Edward's family's upset. Like, what's going on? Why haven't you closed the deal? We listen. We we gotta get some. We we gotta get some money moving. Like, what, what's going on? He's like, she's yo. She is so hard to crack, bro. I keep asking her these questions, and she's like, it's different every day. So I don't know which one it is. I don't know. She thinks she's being quick here, but she's really being annoying. <laughs> How am I supposed to fish money out of her account if she won't tell me, if she just won't be straight up with me? This woman is wasting my time. Edward, why you picked when you couldn't read her mind? Bro, bro, I don't see you picking. What are you picking? Who are you trying to scam? I don't see you. I'm the only one out here scamming. Who else here scamming? Y'all married? Y'all together? Y'all together? I'm the only one out here single. Who else in this family? I ain't nobody working as hard, hard as, as me. me. Okay? No, ain't nobody else scamming. I'm out here scamming alone. I'm scamming. I'm one man scamming for seven. You feel me? I am carrying this family on my back. 
okay? So get out of my face with that noise. And won't you, fi- won't you find somebody to scam? Oh, you can't because your girl got you. Because you, you whoop. You can't go out scamming. So why don't everybody just back up and let me wear my sleeveless shirt <laughs> and go glitter in a meadow? You feel me? I, wow. Wow. Uh, I think this is a good place to end. <laughs> they get to the meadow. Like, that's what happens. They get to the meadow. Um, I just, yeah. They get to the meadow. They get to the meadow. And there's, I just would like to throw in one last thing. I know that, I know we want to end there. She said that there was a haze of buttery sunshine. And I swear I hate that with everything in me. Mm-hmm. So, I, I said either glowing or resplendent sunshine. Because buttery sunshine just ain't it. Anyway. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's the whole show. Yeah, so we done, right? Um, <laughs> next next time, we'll see Bella and Edward in the meadow. And we'll see, you know, what's up with them. Um, <laughs> scam your local girls. <laughs> Make their pockets. <laughs> Bye. Bye.